Whoop, I forgot to forgot to move my microphone. Strewman here, the four outdoorsman. Welcome everybody. Hey Brandon. My buddy Brandon. What's up? Uh, get ready. I think my gorgeous wife Diana is coming in with five grandkids. Coming in? All right, I'll keep an eye out. Yeah, she's uh, my grand my my wife Diana every year takes grandkids to buy school clothing and all that and backpacks and pencils and so they're at Kohl's and who knows where else they are someplace in Lionel Lakes and they're on their way here. So I'm guessing they're listening right now. So Sugar Plum, if you're lost, dial 763-450-0100 and Brandon will direct you to the studio. Welcome, everybody. Sambo, how are you doing, fam? I am good. I uh, apologize to the listeners last week and to you guys. I was out. Uh, wasn't feeling too hot, but I am back at it feeling great. You know, I'm getting to uh, be concerned about you. Don't. All right, you sure? Oh, I'm great. No, don't care. I'm concerned about you. About my knee? About uh, you walking. That's uh, not good, no. He's got a bad right hip and a bad left I'm knee. seven years old, played too many sports, and get all busted up, and is catching up with me. My wife, Dinah, says, wait till you get to be 75, because she'll be 75 Thursday. Hmm. My wife would be 75 on Thursday. No, and, you, you uh, look good. I just, like I said, I hate seeing people I care about limping. Uh, I'm not looking forward to it, but uh, uh, it's it's been, it's it's to the point now where then I'm going to have it done. October 4th, knee replacement. And that should, then that should be good until the next thing falls apart, I guess, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, thankfully, like we talked about, you know, you, you got a good foundation going into it, so hopefully it doesn't hit you too hard. Every day is a gift, buddy. Every day yes, is a sir. gift. How's your week been, man? What's going on with you? It's been good. Uh, besides getting our family over being this stupid sickness, um, I have been getting crazy aggressive with my food plots. Uh, I've been doing a lot of tractor work, tilling, rolling, seeding. You have to play Green Acres through your headphones when you're doing that stuff. I just it, it just has to happen. Yeah, I uh, I was literally sitting on the couch and I was looking at the forecast and I said, Kirsten, I better get in the seed in the ground before the rain comes. <laughs> and I felt like the absolute I made it in life. Do you have bib overhauls that you wear? You have to wear bibs. I do have a pair of bibs because for one year for uh, Halloween. Kirsten made me dress up as Luigi of the Mario Brothers, and I went to Fleet Farm in their big and tall section and got some denim overall. So I should wear those. That's a good call. That's I forgot a, about that. You bet, you bet. You bet. I should. Uh, hey, before we go on, i got to, uh, to uh, thank Tony Ortiz for being on the Homegrown Show with Brandon just now. I'd say this man is the real deal. If I'm ever gone or anyone else is, of us is – Tony, you want a job with the four outdoorsman. Your voice is phenomenal. So thanks for being on the Homegrown Show. Brandon gets the best – Groups from all over the five-state area, basically. So thanks to Brandon as he well. He was a literal one-hit wonder in the 80s. And for what What was it? The Monroes was the name of the band, yes. and the song was What Do All the People Know, which he played at the end of the show there. Give me but the was, chorus. All the people tell me so, but what do all the people know? Oh, it's a nice. great, It's a jam. It I is a jam. It. But uh, yeah, cool. he, he played it live on the Homegrown Show just a few minutes ago. Brandon, so you and cool. Strew like, should start a club because <laughs> the way you guys can get talent on the show is pretty remarkable because I, I went through when you know I've seen some cool stuff and I I start to dive in like oh we got to get him on the show it's like I, I don't know how Strew does it I was cracking up a couple days ago one of the podcasts I watched was talking about two ladies that were swallowed up by a whale That's and funny. I was like hey I know those ladies. oh that was on TV on you saw yeah. a podcast yeah and then they were asking all these questions that I was like I knew the answers to so I was <laughs> yelling at my TV like no yeah. the whale can't swallow them because its throat's about the size of a grapefruit right yeah. that's right you <laughs> but, know yeah. yeah for the, for the all, all you listeners who are just maybe flipping channels and hearing that story those two ladies were one of my top five this year or so. Cause oh, it's a, yeah. It's, it's got to be the only time ever that ladies were 
totally engulfed in the mile in the mouth of a of a whale as it's trying to chase. Took his took the kayak and the whole ball of wax. Yeah. And the one lady who was the big the, the lady who was in charge of this, she had two people in the kayak. She said she's tumbling around inside the mouth of this whale, and the first thing she thought was Doggone it, I'm going to be late for work. <laughs> yeah. And That's, I love that her friend was already terrified of the ocean. Yeah. Didn't want to go anyway. Yeah. And then <laughs> gets eaten by a whale. And she oh. was late for work, but I think her husband owned the physical therapy practice yeah, where she worked right. at. Yeah, yeah. But that was a great episode and a great interview. And then to see other shows and other things covering it after the fact, I was just like, hey, man, Strew is on top of that. Yeah, yeah. I think they've been on like over 100 and some like big radio shows. Yeah, they made some, well, one of ours is a big radio show. They, right. made, they made some money on that gig. As a matter of fact, I'll keep, I'll keep their names right on the top of the list because, oh, once a year we got to have them on to tell the story again. <laughs> yeah, I actually yeah, showed yeah. somebody that about two weeks ago. I was like, yeah, we had him on the show, and I showed him the video. It's Sam crazy. was talking about doing his deer plots and all of that, which I guess are legal in the state of Minnesota. You can only yeah. plant for a – you have to stop within a couple of weeks prior to the season, right? <clears throat> that's baiting. That's, oh, that's baiting. That, that's putting, like, corn or, like, the whitetail uh, deer products gone wild, Yeah, which is a great product. that you, You've given me a couple of that. That's worked fantastic. Yeah. You have to stop that 10 days before the season. But a naturally grown oh, like, pro- crop, if okay. you will, yeah. can be year-round. Hey, Brandon, did you see this on the uh, on the uh, uh, YouTube or Facebook or something where this guy is – we're talking about baiting, right? What is legal, what is not legal? Right. And this guy's carrying a 50-pound bag of corn, and <laughs> all, of, all of the trips goes, oh, no, <laughs> doggone it, I happen to dr- spill all the corn right here. Yeah. I hope that – you know, it's, 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 I don't Oops. know if I'm going to – I don't yeah. know if I'm going to be able to clean it all up. You know, yeah. Yeah, I saw yeah. you sent me that. And he goes, I hope a giant 12-pointer doesn't come and eat this. <laughs> yeah, real quick, I should clarify. With the CWD going on right now, <clears throat> speaking of which, all you listeners, the 2022 hunting regulations came out this week. Um, and in there, they, they kind of cross out each county who cannot bait. And for some reason, all the surrounding counties can't. But Anoka County, you, which I'm in, you can still technically put out an attractant um, for deer you're talking about until the 10 days prior to the season. Correct. But other, other uh, counties, they're putting the X nay on that because they think that's a lot to do with how chronic wasting disease is spreading through the saliva. And I agree. And COVID. <laughs> yeah. So no, that's, that's what, it, that's uh clarification on that for sure. Well, now you, are you going to be bow hunting? Cause that starts uh, September 17th as bow hunting opens up, I think. So I'm not one to sit out there in September due to the mosquitoes. I can't handle that. Um, I like to sit out in the stand when it's, I get that little chill. It's hard to take a nap when you're getting bitten by mosquitoes. It's the worst. I don't know. How, I mean, unless there's a huge buck that I can pattern right away, which I've got a nice one on camera. Um, I probably will hold off, you know, October too. Um, we'll see. Ah, good for you. But that real quick on that that guy dropping that corn, we're like, oh dang right, it! Right. I saw a, pot, a a meme as they call it these days, a photo of you know a fifty pound bag of corn, you know that was already poured out by a tree, right? And it has a like a a traffic or a street sign that the guy made. It's yellow and it says, "DNR officer, this corn is specifically for squirrels, raccoons, and <laughs> other animals besides deer. If any deer try and take it, I will shoot them." Yeah, that's good. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, to all of our listeners, we're going to be at the State Fair again this year like we normally are on Sundays. I think August 21 and 28, I nope. believe. 28, 28 and 25. And September 4th. I was close. I got the right story, but the wrong facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. say, those, say those again. August 28th and September 4th. And the same time, it's what time? Are we still doing it at 6 o'clock? Yeah. All right. Yep. 
Six right o'clock. after the homegrown yeah. show. Okay. You got any big uh, artists? Jeff Dayton's going to be on. Jeff Dayton will be the guest on September 4th, and Brandon and Erica on Ooh. August 28th. Yeah, it's a big one. Oh, <laughs> I watched you last year when your string broke. That's right. And you said at least it wasn't my... G-string. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you got a chance to stop by the State Fair on Sunday, the uh, the 28th or September 4th, just south of the, what do you call it? Coliseum. Hippodrome. Coliseum. We're right across right from across the Coliseum the on Judson on the south side of the fair. Stop, Judson. Stop by and maybe we'll get you on the air. Hey, I'll tell you what, uh, you talked about bear baiting, all right, but did anyone have to catch any of the Twins games? Is Lukey on the phone yet? Lukey is on the phone. Well, then let's, let's talk with Lukey, I Bring guess, right? Speaking of the Twins game, but anyway, if you haven't seen the Twins game at all, I saw the last couple of innings. Go home, Google it, find what happened in the ninth inning. It is catastrophic how we lost that ball game. I'm telling you. And they reviewed the play, and even um, Bedelli went snaky. He got kicked out of the game. It's terrible. Wow. It's terrible. But it was a lot of fun to watch. It's entertainment. Just Let's think see. of what Ron Gartenhire would have done. Uh, he would still be smoking something or other. <laughs> Ron, hey, Mr. Lukey, how you doing, buddy? Well, I want to hear about the Twins game. Uh, I'm not going to tell you, but it's well worth it. You'll find it on your phone when you get off this. Wait till you see the last play, one of the last plays of the game. It'll blow you away. And where are you, Mr. Lukey? I am on beautiful Cass Lake, Minnesota. I'm here with my family, my um, immediate family, uh, two of my three sisters and my dad. And uh, we got here yesterday and enjoying it. It's lovely. Nice weather. Did you get any of the, the rain or anything we got down here? Because we got blasted. Yeah, we got some. It rained all the way up and uh, a little bit today. So it's cool. It's going to be in the 70s all week. Nice. So, um, you know, it'll it'll be nice for fishing anyway. Right. Mark, so you got up there when? Friday or Saturday? We got up, we got up Saturday night, and it was kind of rainy. Got settled in. Got the boat in the water. Went out fishing a little bit today. Um, I'll tell you, it's intimidating on a big new lake that I've never fished on. I... Uh, Basically, we're watching everyone haul in buckets full of fish, and, and I went out for a couple hours. And My dad missed a nice one by the boat, and we got a couple perch, but nothing to speak of so far. But it looks like everyone but me is catching fish. So you were actually seeing people bring in walleyes? Did, did, yeah, there's, did, there's, everyone's bringing in walleyes, and uh, I've, I've been bribing people. I'm, my cabin is right next to the fish cleaning house, yeah. so I kind of— set up a chair and uh i have a 20 dollars in my pocket anyone that walks by i ask for spots it sounds like something charlie <laughs> barons would do you could you could do <laughs> to a be skit. honest with you so uh my co-worker bill shirk uh, host of minnesota bound loves cast lake comes here all the time and uh he was just in canada and but he showed up for work on friday i printed out a full-size map of the lake and made him write down all sorts of spots <laughs> that I should be fishing, and then I proceeded to leave it at work. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, they're pro- I thought you were going to come back with, they're all on the opposite side of the lake. So be- are you upwind or downwind of the fish house, fish cleaning house? Uh, I, it's it's behind us. I haven't smelled anything yet. Okay. But, um, Have you seen any bear or anything yeah. coming over there? No, but I did hear some raccoons in the garbage last night. So oh, nice. it, we are in the north woods. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm excited to be on cast. I've never, never fished this lake. It's huge. It's I guess it's the seventh biggest lake in the state, and wow. um, so I was. We were at uh, Balsam Beach, obviously, a couple weeks ago, and I didn't realize how close all this was to, together. So basically, Leech Lake, Cass Lake, and Bemidji are all relatively close. And I know that sounds stupid for most people 
that like to fish, but I haven't really been to this part of the state very much. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff to do around here. All right, so you were talking about talking to some of the people as they brought their fish into the fish cleaning shack. What were they using differently than what you were using? Well, I, you know, I just spent about two hours um, jigging around, um, so I don't really know what they're doing. But I'm I'm about to wood tick a few of them. I don't blame Mark, it. you could have just called me. Um, you need to use a gold jig and a minnow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you didn't well, call. Well, I bought three hundred dollars worth of tackle for a game, and I bought a new trolling rod. Ooh. But uh, I'm using the same the same jig that I've used for twenty years. <laughs> You know, talking, you forgot. That's like your memory, right, is going. Mark's only, I don't know, 40 years old, 42 years old, and his memory's already going like all of ours are. We always say that kind of thing. But you always, and I tell you what, my wife, my pretty wife, Diana, was at the cabin yesterday. We're outside on the patio, and she went in to get a pencil. She came out with a napkin. That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense to me, you know? Anyway, so we were in Spooner yesterday. Had a great time with little festivals out there and hitting all the stores, little pubs and whatnot. And speaking of your memory, I saw this one sign, and I took a picture of it, and I was going to send it to you about all the signs you see in small-town bars in Wisconsin. And this one said, drinking, yep. drinking can cause memory loss, or even worse, memory loss. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, That's, that yeah, funny. so that was good. Another one says, uh, please do not practice social distancing from the urinal. <laughs> there's a lot of signs like that in those small pubs it's a lot of fun some guys can't help it yeah I'm, oh yeah well i can i can i can so what's the plan tomorrow you're getting up early in the morning and what is your plan what are you gonna do uh well i mean i'm here all week so we're gonna try to figure out the fishing i guess cast lake has like a town festival on friday that's fun we're gonna check that out i'm uh my wife hurt her foot last time we were up here in this area so she couldn't see Asante State Park, so we're going to go check that out with her and she feeling uh, better? kids and my dad, and so uh, we're excited. We're gonna we're gonna do the Bemidji area tour again. So I didn't know Cass Lake was near Bemidji. Tell me exactly where Cass Lake is, because of course Lake Plantagenet is up there. Where's Cass Lake? Yeah, so I mean it's like there's just a triangle of stuff. Uh, we we drove through Leech Lake on the way here in Walker. Uh, I feel like that. I don't know the exact. Uh, distance, but I feel like it was about 20 miles from here. We're t- we're 15 miles from Bemidji, the city, and and you know Cass Lake here. So there's kind of, I mean, there's a pocket within 30 miles where this all seems to be together. Cool. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I got my my pretty wife Diana is here with five grandkids. I think there's five. I see four out there by the window. I see uh, Hannah, Hogan, Heidi, Haley, and who's left? Who's left? Nice. Oh, and then Diana just gave me the. Uh, um, you know the hand signals like they're all going to t- going to take a leak right now. I think that's where they're going. But uh, yeah, I, I, I pulled it up on the map. You're just straight east of Plantagenet, not very far at all. Hey, Brandon, for right. uh, for Diane and the kids to listen to the show, they should be. Can they bother you for a little bit? Because they can't hear the conversation in here, correct? Or they can, can hear it in the lobby. They, can, they there's a radio in the lobby. Yeah, all right, in all right. those couches. I'll but put them out there. Come, yeah, perfect. The, I'll have them come in here for a while and put them out there to listen to the rest of the show. A lot of fun. Um, all right, so what's no, no? You got six more days. You must be tired, man. Every, when you take a four or five day vacation, you've got to take a five day vacation when you come back. This is your third one in the last yeah, six weeks. No kidding. So, uh, so in the last month, I've been to Alaska, then then Balsam Beach. Now here in Cass Lake, I've spent every single second of my 
paid time off, and uh, every single dime I have. So after this, I'm just going to be a working slave from here to the end of the year. We'll go and make some money. Have fun. Uh, send us pictures, if you would, and keep us posted, and we will see you next week. We'll talk to you sometime during the week for sure. Sounds good. Say hi to Laura for me. Sounds like you have a good show coming up. It's going to be a lot of fun. You bet. All right, bye. Hang bye, on. Listen, listen, listen. Mark, listen, listen. I'm a traveling man. <laughs> All up. over the world. That's Mr. Lukey, that a boy. Thanks, Brandon. That's pretty quick. Good memory there as did well. Did you tell him to do that? I did. I love how Strew does those. Strew is the sneakiest man to do those little things. I love it. We have a lot of fun. We have a lot. Let's do a couple of shout outs, will you? Oh, I guess not. We're going to. No, we'll, no we'll, we'll wrap it up. Uh, Nick Johnson's going to be on in a couple of seconds. He's on his way back from Michigan. He's uh, probably he's a nationally known duck caller. Caller. And we're going to talk a little bit about that and something about Game Fair coming up next week. Just enjoying Bob Outdoors with the four outdoorsmen on a Sunday evening. It's a good thing. Call Dezeal Heating and AC when you need dependable, affordable, and professional AC repair at your West Metro or Wright County home. Dezeal knows the feeling when your AC goes out on a hot summer day. Don't sweat over a unit that's on the fritz. Dezeal's team of licensed and certified HVAC technicians are here to help. Dezeal's trucks are stocked to repair any AC system and can get your cool air flowing again. Suspect a problem? Call the top dog today before your AC goes out. They will come running to your rescue before it's too late. DezealHVAC.com Looking for the perfect northern Minnesota family summer vacation? Then you must check out Balsam Beach Resort and RV Camp just south of Bemidji. The fishing on Lake Plantagenet is great, but the emphasis here is family. The cabins are beautiful yet rustic, the grounds perfectly maintained. The beautiful pool is heated and there are plenty of water toys to keep the kids smiling all day long. See for yourself why many guests return year after year after year, the four outdoorsmen included. Visit balsambeachresort.com. Guys, I think I found a cheat code for the healthcare system. Everest Men's Health. They're a complete health clinic for men. I received a more complete body assessment and blood test than I ever have in my life for less than a copay at most general practitioner clinics. You too can schedule a $50 testosterone test, including blood testing, body composition, and consultation with one of Everest Men's Health's medical experts at one of their three Twin Cities locations. Go to EverestMensHealth.com. Everyone with a boat knows how hectic it can be at the boat ramp. With all the commotion, it's key to get your trailer in and out of the water as quickly and safely as possible. That's why we have partnered with Boat Load Mate. Boat Load Mate is an automatic boat latch that allows you to quickly launch your boat and load your boat without getting your feet wet. With Boat Load Mate, the process is effortless. Check out their website at www.boatloadmate.com or buy it on Amazon. Hey, Devil's Lake, North Dakota is much more than fishing. Walleyes. You've got Devil's Lake Classic Cars and Hot Rods. Jumbo Perch. Fire Department Golf Tournament. Casino. The ever-popular wine walk through downtown. Duck hunting. Hey, the annual Rib Fest. Man, that's a blast. Whitetails. Holiday Christmas Light Competition. That's amazing. Pheasant hunting. And Shiver Fest right after New Year's Day. More walleyes. Five a day, ten in possession, all year long. Hey, Devil's Lake is truly an outdoor lover's destination. Hey, devilslakend.com. You know, you can't say Ely without thinking of Arrowhead Outdoors, Ely, Minnesota's best bait and camping store. And whether you love walleye, pike, panfish, or trout, Arrowhead has more variety of bait and tackle than any other store for many miles. And Chris and Steve, well, they're going to treat you like family. 
One of our listeners, Will Goble, says, Thanks to Chris and Steve for helping make our last three weeks the very best. Your tips on where to fish and what to use, well, they're the reasons we did so well. I love Arrowhead Outdoors in Ely, Minnesota. Blackfish Gear has the apparel you need for all of your outdoor adventures. From rain gear with industry-leading fabric technology to ensure you stay dry in the wettest conditions, to UPF sun protection apparel that keeps you cool and your skin protected on the hottest days. And for those cool and blustery days, our soft shell gear will keep you warm and comfortable with the combination of premium fleece and a windproof and weather-resistant outer layer. You can't choose the weather, but you can choose how to dress for it. Choose Blackfish Gear. Learn more at blackfishgear.com. Is the season of camping, boating, and fishing, and you don't want to be left out because your trailer's broken. Crystal Welding in Maple Grove can fix it and get you back to the outdoors. Crystal Welding offers a wide variety of services, including welding, maintenance, and repairs for all types of trailers. Crystal Welding is your one-stop shop for all of your trailer needs. Go to crystalwelding.com for more information. Crystal Welding, solutions, service, results. Crystal Welding gets the job Tired of power sport dealers not having what you want? Sick of supply chain issues excuse? Power Lodge currently has the largest inventory of CF Moto ATVs, UTVs, and side-by-sides in stock in Minnesota. The 2022 CF Moto lineup is better than ever and comes stocked with lots of great accessories like winches, roofs, USB charging ports, handguards, and more. Work smarter and play harder with CF Moto. Stop by Power Lodge in Ramsey or Onamia to see why CF Moto is the fastest growing brand in the power sports industry. Back to school shopping on a budget? Then Kohl's is the place to go. With the extra 20% off, I got my kids activewear for under $9 and jeans for $14.39. Plus, I found two for 20 character tees and got $10 off as a Kohl's Rewards member. More style and more savings? Check and check. Select styles 20% offer ends August 14th. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. They say to never mess with the classics, but Panera did just that and more with our new Chef's Chicken Sandwiches. By using pan-seared chicken, our secret garlic aioli recipe, Parmesan crisps, and pickle chips, all on a buttery brioche roll. Because if no one messed with the classics, you'd never have a chicken sandwich this good. New Chef's Chicken Sandwiches from Panera. Only $1 delivery fee when you order on our app. Restrictions apply. For details, visit PaneraBread.com slash delivery info. Broadcasting live from the Barnhouse Exteriors studios. Go to BarnhouseExteriors.com. Have storm damage? Need a new roof? Go to BarnhouseExteriors.com for a free, no-obligation consultation. Total Country Bob FM. Hey, gang, we're back. Four outdoorsmen, Strewman, Sam... Off it all, and Brandy behind the glass, and Mark Lukey is on Cass Lake, or in Cass, Cass Lake is a town, and Cass Lake is a lake, right? Correct. I've never been on that lake. Just east of Bemidji, it's got to be only 10, 15 minutes from it's there. It's a big, big piece of water. Anyway, Mark's there taking another day off like he always does. I used to say this to Boomer all the time. I'm not sure if we should pay Mark. He's been taking so much time off. You can't tell me that. I can't, I can't tell you that. I hey, wasn't here last week. Welcome, everybody, to the Four Outdoorsman. I'll tell you what, Nick Johnson, hang on a second, my friend. You don't. I just want to tell you that... We've got five grandkids in the studio tonight. We've got Hannah, Haley, Heidi, Henry, and Hogan. They're from Milltown, Wisconsin. And my pretty wife, Diana, took them all out for shopping for school clothes. And they're, they said, we've always wanted to listen to a, to a professional duck-calling guy. And you're the man. Nick Johnson, welcome to the Four Outdoorsmen. 
Hey, thanks a lot for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, now you're coming from Michigan. What town in Michigan, and what were you doing there? I just, I'm driving home from uh, Saginaw, Michigan, or Bay City, Michigan. I was at the Saginaw Waterfowl Festival, um, and I was doing some duck calling competitions and uh, just talking birds with all my waterfowl hunting buddies over in Michigan. So you were having a good time over in Michigan. You're coming back. Nick, we had you in studio last year, and you're probably starting to ramp up for Game Fair. You're doing a booth out there this year again, right? Sure am, yep. And also doing um, youth calling clinics at the uh, uh, Federal Waterfallers Hills Seminar Tent. And do you have the times for that yet? I do not have the times for that yet. Uh, last year it was at 11 a.m. every day. I would think they're going to stick with the same schedule. Sure. I, I think you are. I, I've got the uh, outdoor news in front of me someplace here, and the schedule is completely out right now, so your time is out there. But anybody wants to know where they can meet Nick Johnson, he's a superstar, you can go to find the outdoor news or, uh-oh, hang on, Nick. Hang on. I was born in Saginaw, Michigan. <laughs> I grew up. That's good, Brandon. Hey, Brandon is so quick. Isn't that fun, Nick? We have fun on the four outdoorsmen. Could you could you hear that, Nick? It yeah, sounds yep. a little crazy, I think, to Nick, but uh, he could hear it. Yeah, that's a song called Saginaw, Michigan, which was put out about 30 years before you were born. Well, lefty okay. for Zell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. All right, so let's talk about, uh, anyway, this is Nick Johnson. He's a champion uh, duck caller. He uh, does youth seminars. He does them all over the country. Uh, helps out kids and whatnot. Tell us what people can expect when they meet you at the uh, game fair next weekend. Um, uh, what you can expect is to come up to uh, the Federal Waterfowlers Hill Seminar Tent, uh, bring your kids, and each kid is going to be given a free duck call um, that was gifted to them by Game Fair. Actually, uh, paid for all these duck calls so I could give them away and uh, be a parent's worst nightmare. But we're going to give the kids <laughs> um, we're going to give the kids a little bit of instruction, a little bit of education. We keep it pretty short and um, short, snappy, and uh, and interesting, entertaining for the kids so they don't lose interest. You know, 20, 30 minutes, get your kid a free duck call and uh, some good duck calling instructions, maybe a little motivation to get uh, practicing and um, shoot some ducks with it. Now, you've been doing this for many, many years. How many years have you been at Game Fair? I've been at Game Fair every year since, oh, probably... 1998 or 1999 when my dad started taking me when I was 12 or 13 years old. Did you ever think really that someday you were going to be there? I knew you had a passion about duck hunting and whatnot, all the outdoors ever since you were a little kid, but did you ever think you'd end up at Game Fair? Oh, you know, to, to be a seminar speaker at Game Fair is, is a, an amazing experience. Um, I'm very proud of it. And, uh, yeah, I used to go when I was a kid. I was at Game Fair every year up at Waterfowlers Hill watching all the seminars from the great um, Randy Bart, Scott Trinan, all the guys, Jeff Boyles, uh, talking about goose hunting. And it, to, to be up there myself now giving, kid, uh, giving kids free duck calls, uh, it's an honor, and, I'm, and I love it. It's the highlight of my waterfowl career, you could say. Good for you. Yeah, Nick, I remember last year when you came in, I appreciate you giving us three the uh, the rundown, even though when Strew, Mark, and myself blew on it, it sounded like a birthday party <laughs> going on in here. But I can tell you this, well, man, those those that goose call and that duck call you gave us, 
my kids have not stopped using that ever since. So Are that, they getting any better? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, they're getting worse, Nick. Nick, they're getting worse. No, but no, they, they use it. It's fun. And so I know as a parent and true as a grandparent, you know, five of his 13 grandkids are here. It's such an awesome thing for you guys to do that for the youth. It really, really is. Oh, yeah. It's awesome uh, to see their faces light up because blowing a duck call is a lot of fun. Um, it makes noise. It annoys their parents. Um, and then at the end of the day, you're developing a skill that is – so exponentially beneficial to your hunting success in the future that um, you know you're going to, if you can light a spark in a kid, you're going to provide both them, their friends, their family with lifetimes of good hunting memories together. You know, I'll tell you what, we're talking about Nick Jans, uh, Johnson, a champion duck caller from, well, where, you, where were you born and raised? Right around here, right around the studio someplace. What's that? Where were you born? Where were you born and raised? Oh, I was born and raised in the uh, Minneapolis area, northern suburbs. Um, Fridley, New Brighton is where I called home for a while, and I just moved to New Richmond, Wisconsin. It's a great part of the world. My best buddy, Bob Krejci, lives in New Richmond, and he wouldn't go anyplace else. And his son-in-law is a cop there. Better be careful because his son-in-law doesn't take any crap. I can tell you that. I met him a couple of times. New, <laughs> New Richmond's a wonderful place to be, boy. Beautiful. It really is a good place to be. Rolling hills of gorgeous. And a nice couple of nice golf courses right around the <clears> corner. <throat> yeah. Hey, Nick, you're so busy with doing seminars and talking around the country, uh, helping out the youth. Do you have an opportunity to do any competitions this year? Yeah, actually, I'm just coming home. I did the Great Lakes Open Regional Duck Calling Championship while I was in Bay City, Michigan, and I was lucky enough to win it against some very stiff competition. So Good for um, you, man. Wow. I mean, yeah, how, that, how, how do they determine... There's so many great, great callers. There has to be the top ten have to be so close as far as quality and and whatnot and sound and everything else. How do they determine the difference between number one and number two? That has to be subjective, I think, partially subjective. Oh, a- absolutely. And basically, what it comes down to is you you blow a routine into the duck call, so the judges can easily parse out which one is better than the next. So basically, the routine is. You calling at ducks from afar, bringing them in close, losing them and doing a comeback call, and then doing a laydown call or a finishing call. So basically, uh, everybody sings the same song, and the judges pick their favorite singer. Let me ask you this. When you do these competitions, do you ever do it with live animals? Or do they release ducks, release geese, or anything like that, and you have to literally bring these ducks and geese in? Um, the, the competitions are judged by five individuals that kind of give you that give you a score of one through ten. Mm-hmm. That's pretty interesting. I'll tell you what. Well, congratulations! How many you've won? How many ter- how many tournaments have you won? Competitions have you won since you started competing? How many competitions have I won? Right. Yes, sir. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> Over the years, uh, this will be my 11th year qualifying for World Duck Calling Championship, so I've won a major competition every year for the last 11 years. And my guess is, based on your conversation right now and what I know about you, you would give up every one of those competitive wins to be able to continue working with kids. Yeah, to, to be able to pass it on is, is, the, is the best reward, I would say, um, because it was uh, it was people who it was the adults that taught me and uh, 
built my spark for waterfall hunting and the outdoors, and for me to be able to pass it on, I think, is, is a duty and an honor. Good for you. Now, if someone, Sam's got four kids, and he'll be out at the game fair either next weekend. I know it's like a two-weekend deal. It starts uh, on the 12th, I think, is when it starts. But he'll be out there. Other than seeing you, if you had to go out and meet and see just one entertainer or one person who is a competitive shooter, who would you go see? The Cold Brothers? Say it again, please. If you could, if you uh, could see, Gold, if you Gold Brothers shooters. Oh, okay, Ghost Brothers. Gold Brothers. Gold Brothers. Steve and Aaron, they're buddies of mine. They are. Yeah, we've had them on the show. Oh, are they any good? Oh. <laughs> wow. All right, buddy. I'll tell you what. Now you drive safely. We hope to get out to uh, Game Fair to see you as well. Uh, thanks for helping out those kids and driving all those parents crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Uh... My pleasure. My pleasure. All right, take take care of yourselves, and we'll see you at Game Fair. I'll stop out and see you. Thanks a lot. See you there. You bet. Nick Johnson, if you haven't, I've heard this guy before. I'm talking to my grandkids like right now like they know what I'm talking about. But if you've never seen him perform, and I have at Game Fair before, it is really, it's, it's an art. It yeah. is an absolute art what these guys go through. The, the Gould brothers he was just talking about? Yeah, never heard of them, but, you know, go ahead. Man, wait till you see them. What Now, they do competitive shooting or do they, they do, do trick, trick shooting? Trick shooting? Mm-hmm. They All do right. trick shooting, so shotguns, pistols. They, they, they're, they're bread and butter. 95% of what they do is shotguns. All right, so explain to my grandkids who can't <clears throat> hear Nick Johnson anymore. Yeah. What, what, kind of, what kind of shooting do they do? What kind of tricks so do they do? They'll, like, they'll take like the orange clay pigeons that you'd shoot out of a trap machine. Yeah. They'll throw 15, 16 of them up, up by hand in the air and shoot all of them before they hit the ground. Really? They'll throw a watermelon up, shoot it above their head, through, between their legs. They, they'll throw a shell up in the air, catch it in their chamber, while a clay pigeon's coming down, close the chamber and shoot it. So they'll throw a shell up in the air, a shotgun shell. It's spinning, and they'll catch it in the open chamber of the shotgun, yep. close the, the chamber, and, and shoot, shoot it. a pigeon before it hits the ground. Really? Oh, yeah. That's pretty impressive. Have you, heard, have you guys heard of Dude Perfect? So they did, a, they did a collab video with Dude Perfect, who does all these sports trick shots. It had over like 35 million views on YouTube. And they're from Brainerd, born and raised in Brainerd. Bra- uh, Sam was asking my grandkids. Our, my pretty wife, Diane, is here as well. If they knew who dude, who's who, you got? To, who, there's microphones here. Do you know who? Do you know who dude perfect is? I do. Get closer. Get closer. <laughs> I do. All right. And what? What about? Where do you know dude perfect from? I think they're a YouTuber. Yep. Really? Yeah, they're yeah. a YouTuber. They're pretty famous. Are they the British dudes? No, they're the, like the five or six dudes. They're from like Missouri area. They do like all the sports trick shots. Yeah, and stuff, sports yeah. shots like different trick shots with like sporting goods. You talk, Bass Pro sponsors. You them. talked about them throwing a, a, a shell up in the air and putting having a drop in the chamber and shooting before the bird gets to the yeah. ground. That's pretty cool. But shooting between your legs without blowing yourself off, uh, that's even more impressive, yeah. I think. You that's, should see them. That's got to that's gotta be crazy. A, and they're very like people person, so they're interactive, which is great. So That's at the, uh, the Game Fair. It's at Armstrong Ranch, and uh, August 12th through the 21st, 9 o'clock to 5 o'clock at the Armstrong Armstrong Ranch in Anoka. Get out there. There's a lot of people. Check it out. Look at Google it, and you'll find a whole bunch of stuff to do. Go ahead, Sam. We got some shout-outs here. Thanks, thanks for do. everyone who did uh, some shout-outs. Um, first off, we had our one and only Mark Lukey send a picture from Cass Lake of Nick holding a nice little fish there. We had Twin Cities Walleyes Unlimited say, Happy Sunday. Looking forward to our September 1st meeting with Kevin and Eric McQuaid fishing. 
Uh, Cameron Jacobson said, headed back from up north and had to stop in at Safari North to feed the giraffes. That's interesting. That's cool. Never heard of it. Steven Renneberg, your buddy, uh, been a great week for big smallies up here in Ely. That is a slab of a fish, my man. What's working now? Our good buddy Corey Bechtolt says, neighborhood kid Ryan getting ready for ice fishing, honing in his Vexlar skills, Looks and he's on a boat. And then Corey Bechtolt said, first off, that's an epic photo, the one I shared. Yeah. That is a great picture, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Then he goes, second, putting the smackula, little play on words, on the crappies yesterday, full report on What's Working Now Facebook page. And I got, just got one uh, one shout out myself. The Colker family was at the Minnesota Twins game on whatever it was, a couple of days ago I was working there, and they had a couple of kids that were just fun to be with. Uh, I, I paid them a couple of dollars they lost when they placed a bet on somebody hit a home run. The guy hit a home run, but it was a lot of fun. And I thank the, the Coker family for uh, having fun at the Minnesota Twins game. And they are right now on the way to Alaska. Hmm. The entire family is on the way to Alaska. You and I are going to Chatech, <laughs> and everyone's going to Alaska, yeah. Lake Plantagenet, Devil's Lake, that, that, that. We'll right, be right back with uh, a very special guest, Laura Shera. Listen to Total Country Bob FM anytime, anywhere, online at mybobcountry.com. Thanks to Aurora Asphalt and Concrete. Go to aurora-asphalt.com for a free quick estimate. Balsam Beach Resort, the only resort on Lake Plantagenet, and that's five miles south of Bemidji. With 2,500 acres of pristine waters, you're going to find some of the best fishing northern Minnesota has to offer. Balsam Beach has been owned by Patty and Clint for nearly 30 years, so you know they treat their guests as family. There's something for everyone from swimming, biking, hiking, daily activities, even Friday night bonfires, or just relaxing in the sun. Let the simple pleasures of fresh air and sunsets do their magic at Balsam Beach Resort. Mark here, and a few months into my treatment plan, custom designed by Everest Men's Health, I'm feeling more energized, I'm getting leaner, and I have more motivation than I've had in years. Everest Men's Health is a complete men's health clinic designed for men like you and me to get the most out of life. Go to EverestMensHealth.com to schedule a complete testosterone and body composition consultation for only $50. Visit one of their three Twin Cities locations. I am glad I did. Most of the time, I take out my boat. I'm either with my kids or by myself, which makes trailering my boat a process. With Boat Load Mate, it's a lot easier. I just drive up my trailer and it safely latches the transom to launch i just back into the water and it floats over the latch it's super easy to use and very simple to install only 129 dollars. it's totally worth it visit boatloadmate.com or find it on amazon hey the month of august is the time to plan your fall trip to devil's lake north dakota and i'm talking about the very popular blast and cast Hunt pheasants in the morning and bring in a bunch of walleyes in the afternoon. Devil's Lake is incomparable when it comes to either, and we all know that the autumn weather in Devil's Lake, North Dakota is perfect. Hey, throw in a round of golf, sneak over to the casino, enjoy a great dinner, and heaven is right on your doorstep. Blast and cast, Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Hey, you just can't beat it. Minnesota's largest outdoor event is back this summer for its 41st year. Game Fair. Check out dozens of hunting, fishing, and dog training seminars. Visitors can see more than 300 exhibitors, plus enjoy games for dogs and youth. Try the latest, greatest equipment and enjoy the world-famous Duck and Goose Calling Contest. 
Game Fair runs two weekends, rain or shine, August 12th, 13th, and 14th, and August 19th, 20th, and 21st at the Armstrong Ranch. See complete details at GameFair.com. Minnesota's largest outdoor event is back this summer for its 41st year. Game Fair. Check out dozens of hunting, fishing, and dog training seminars. Visitors can see more than 300 exhibitors, plus enjoy games for dogs and youth. Try the latest, greatest equipment and enjoy the world-famous Duck and Goose Calling Contest. Game Fair runs two weekends, rain or shine, August 12th, 13th, and 14th, and August 19th, 20th, and 21st at the Armstrong Ranch. See complete details at GameFair.com. Last year we went to an event that was an incredibly good time and we'd love to invite you this year. It's called Landcastle 2022 and Winstead Outdoor Show, presented by Burkhan Outdoors. It's September 9th and 10th in Winstead, Minnesota. Hook up your fish house and join the party. Design the fish house of your dreams from Smoky Hills Outdoor Store. Shop the vendor market from companies like Clam and Ice Castle. Listen to music or enjoy barbecue and beer from Big Boar Barbecue. Tickets and details at LandcastleSummerfest.com. Welcome back, Arrowhead Outdoors Bait and Tackle and Camping Store in Ely, Minnesota. Sure, you can buy your live bait at a local gas station, but it might be dead before you get to the lake. Or you can talk with Chris and Steve at Arrowhead. They work with local suppliers, and they have the freshest, liveliest minnows and leeches in the entire area. And that's for sure. But I'll tell you while you're at it, bring your coffee cup and spend a few minutes getting all the advice you need to make your trip to Ely one of the fantastic memories of life. I've been patronizing these guys for many, many years. you got to find out why. Arrowhead Outdoors, Ely, Minnesota. What's the difference between a good net and a great net? Simple, it's all in the features. The Fortis nets by Clam Outdoors are tough, safe on fish, easy to use, and are backed by a limited time warranty, so you can count on your landing net catch after catch. Available in a wide array of options for all types of anglers, choose from various hoop shapes and sizes, handle lengths and colors. You pick the net that fits your fishing needs and style the best. Learn more at clamoutdoors.com. Tired of power sport dealers not having what you want? Sick of supply chain issues excuse? Power Lodge currently has the largest inventory of CF Moto ATVs, UTVs, and side-by-sides in stock in Minnesota. The 2022 CF Moto lineup is better than ever and comes stocked with lots of great accessories like winches, roofs, USB charging ports, handguards, and more. Work smarter and play harder with CF Moto. Stop by Power Lodge in Ramsey or Onamia to see why CF Moto is the fastest growing brand in the power sports industry. All right, I guess. Well, I guess. Uh, I guess. I guess. I got like number. He's got her. He's got her. He's got her. I think I screwed up. Laura's my fault. Hey, Laura Shara. Welcome to the Four Outdoorsman. Brandon, was that my fault again? Nope. That a boy, I didn't screw up. You did not. Laura, this is but Steve. We got her. Yeah, this is Steve Strusinski streaming the four outdoorsman. I'm always screwing up on phone numbers and Brandon's running back and forth. Laura, before we get to you, I gotta let you know that my pretty wife Diana's here and she brought in five grandkids today and she was taking them school shopping. So they came in to visit me. So all these kids, it's Hannah and Henry and Haley and Heidi and Hogan, they're going to shout. Say something to one, two, and three. Hi, Hi Mom. Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. That's enough of that crap. Holy moly. <laughs> Laura, welcome to the Four Outdoorsmen. Hello. Did, did, they, did they blow your ears out? 
They, you know what? I'm actually having a hard time hearing you guys. I don't know if we have a bad connection or something, but it's a little fuzzy on my end here. All right. I, will, I can assure you this. The, uh, the listeners hear really well. Sometimes it happens you know, depending on where you are. So I will speak as slowly and clearly as I possibly can. Which Perfect. Is, which is really hard for me to speak slowly at all, to be honest <laughs> with you. How have you been? We haven't spoken to you for a year or so. You know what? I'm doing really good, thank you. I've just been busy with all sorts of summer activities and work and adventures. And, you know, summer just goes by so fast, as we all know. I'm trying to cram all the fun in while we have the good weather. You know, talking about adventures, I'm, I've been following you. Uh, I, I, maybe we're friends on Facebook now, maybe not. But if not, we will be tomorrow, I can guarantee you that. You, I can't believe all the things you do and then still have time to do Minnesota Bound and the other stuff that you do with Ron Sherrod Productions. You've been extremely busy traveling, haven't you? I have. You know, we decided, Dan, my boyfriend and I decided to um, kind of pile in some adventures, a lot of adventures in many different locations in a very short amount of time this summer because we had a short window of free time for the both of us and so we uh, went to british columbia canada fishing uh, we actually were there on the fourth of july and we did some white sturgeon fishing uh, which was incredible on the fraser river and then 24 hours after that we flew to alaska and we did some ice climbing on the matanuska glacier um, that's about two hours, I would say, northeast of Anchorage, two and a half hours. Incredible experience of um, learning a lot about the glacier. And then we, we spent the night on the glacier in a tent, which was an adventure um, in itself. And then after that, we hopped over to the San Juan Islands, which is a small group of islands uh, off the coast of uh, Washington and Seattle. So actually north of Seattle. And we did a little tour there at uh, Friday Harbor, which is a really fun island that has a bunch of national and state parks and a lot of history on how the U.S. acquired the islands um, back um, in the day. And you can rent scooters and scoot around the island. So we had a bunch of adventures in a short amount of time. You know, life, and is, that was, life is a bitch and then you work. die. Well, I'll tell you what, you, know, you mentioned your, your boyfriend, Dan, and I have a lot of respect for you because everyone's... Pulling and pulling and pulling and want more information about your love life, and all of a sudden it's none of their business. His name is Dan. Leave me alone. That's about it. And that's that's the way that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. Hey, I'll tell you what you well, talked you talked about the white sturgeon. Uh, if if anyone if you get a chance follow uh, Laura Shera, you can find her all over the place. And she just came back from the Fraser River. You had a video of you releasing that white sturgeon. That had to be one of the most memorable things you've ever done in the outdoors. How big was that white sturgeon, and did someone actually catch that, or was it netted? What was? Tell us the story. Oh my goodness, that was um, a crazy adventure. You know, the Fraser River it, when we got there was um, twenty feet high, so the water was running so fast. I didn't even when we got there. I was like, I don't know how you could even fish a, a river that the water's moving this fast. It reminded me of like whitewater rapids. It was moving so fast. And our guide, um, Eve Besson, uh, he has been a fishing guide on the Fraser River for over 20 years, and he uh, has a lot of experience fishing on fast water, so he assured us that we would be fine and we would, you know, probably catch some fish. We had a short kind of window to be able to do it, so um, we just started fishing, and I actually, I caught a six-foot uh, white sturgeon was my first 
fish on. And, you know, I, I've had some experience with some large fish such as muskies, and I've been fortunate to land a few of those. And um, as I was reeling in the sturgeon, I, I was probably using a little bit too much muscle power to try to get it in close to the boat. And I thought as soon as I got close to the boat, we'd net it. And, it, you know, we, we put it in a cradle. You're actually not legally allowed to take sturgeon out of the water. Mm-hmm. So there's a little cradle on side of the boat where you just kind of get them into there and you check to see if they're microchipped. And um, there's a big conservation effort that goes along with white sturgeon. Anyway, when I caught that six-footer, I was exhausted, and I thought, hey, you know what? Um, this is a great fish. It's a big fish. And I was totally happy with that. And he said, you know what? This actually isn't that big. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was just not that big. And uh, so we released that one, and it was microchipped, and it happened to be microchipped over 20 years ago. All right, explain, how... explain that. Yeah, that's interesting. I read about that as well in, on your blog or whatever, but explain that to the listeners. What does it mean when they're microchipped and why? Yeah, so they, the conservation effort that's been happening on the Fraser River has been going on um, for well over 20 years. And they, um, it's, and it was, it's mostly done by fishing guides as a volunteer service to the government there to give all the feedback on um, the fish population, how old the fish, you know, remain, how old they get when they're in the water. And, you know, white sturgeon can live up to 150 years, and they don't even start spawning until they're 15 or 20 years old. Wow. So, and the whole Fraser, uh, in the Fraser River, the population of white sturgeon is all wild. So the government does not stock the fish at all. So they're, they're very particular about um, protecting the fish. And, and the white sturgeon itself is a very hardy fish. They have like a 0.0001% um, uh, rate of sturgeon that, that um, expire if through fishing. It really is so, so small. It's very, very rare that a fish is harmed by fishing. And so um, due to the fishing that they do on that river, they're able to really keep track of the fish population because at one point, I believe, you know, in the early 1900s, they were almost decimated because they were used for the caviar and things like that. But today it's a very healthy population. And um, they have thousands and thousands of scans of fish that have been microchipped and uh, reported back to the government. So if one shows up that's not microchipped, the fishing guide uh, microchips it on behalf of um, the conservation effort and everything, the fish are always released back into the water. So, yeah, um, yeah it, was, it was a great experience. The one that I did catch that was on my Instagram, that was uh, eight feet, two inches long. <laughs> and the guesstimate on the weight was about 250 pounds. So... So uh, are you? did you measure it and, and girth and length and all of that, and you're going to put that on your living room wall? Are yes, you? we did. You know, the picture will probably be on my living room wall. Um, you know, the amount of lactic acid that builds up in your body when you're fighting a fish that size is crazy. And Dan um, also helped me with that one. That was a tag team effort to get that fish. You know, you're fighting 250 pounds also in a current. It's crazy. So it was wild and releasing that fish was the biggest joy of the entire trip um it was so fun to see it up close they're so beautiful um the you know they have bright blue eyes they have really unique pattern their skulls are hard as rocks like their skulls feel like a human skull that's how thick the the skull is and they're prehistoric so it was such a special occasion, and then she just swam right away and went right back into the water. I mean, she would just swam right back to where she was going in the first place. So Sam's got a question cool. for you. Hey, Laura, Sam here. Quick question for you, and I, I've wondered this on, I've, you know, you've seen a couple of these bigger sturgeon caught. When you're sitting in, you know, let, let's see, 
say Shin High Water. I see him looking at pictures of you holding it and you and Dan holding it. How come they're not fighting and thrashing right there? Like you, it's like they're posing for the camera too. It's it's so interesting <laughs> that, to me. You know, I thought the same thing. I you know, in order to the fish was so calm in the water. I don't know if the fish was just a little tired or because it was in shallow water, it was just extremely mellow. But he um, said that you're really, you know, a lot of his Instagram photos that he posts, um, you can follow him as it's at Basan Sturgeon Company, I believe this is um, Instagram handle. But he has a lot of pictures and you have to find a spot in clear water and also the river was so high. So um, you know, it could be a little tricky to get a picture, but you have to get in the water if you do want a picture. And surprisingly, the fish was so calm. And even to push it away, I was, you know, really trying to give it an effort to go. Um, and then it just really slowly just went away. Did your guide talk to me too? Did your guide have an idea as to how old that fish was? You know, it's hard to tell. Um, that fish was microchipped, I believe, five or six years ago. Um, but that fish probably, I, you know, I don't even know. It easily was well over 20 years old. That's sure. amazing. Just That's by amazing. By the size of it, probably 50, 60 years old, maybe. That's crazy. You know, I'll tell you yeah. what we're talking about. You, you mentioned it already. You talked about uh, the uh, Matanuska Glacier in Alaska. And you, uh, I, that story itself, you know, you, you're, we know what you look like. We know what you do for a career. You're always prim and proper. You always, you always look good. You know, you always have your makeup. And people think that you're not the real deal. You walk the walk and talk the talk. Did you actually rappel about 100 feet down that glacier? Did I do what? Rappel on the glacier. Oh, yes, absolutely. So there, um, the Matanuska Glacier, and, you know, both of these, the sturgeon fishing and the glacier was, is just was just vacation for both Dan and I. There was not any cameras following us, so um, unfortunately, whatever's on my Instagram page is probably the extent of what people will, will see. It won't be on Minnesota Bound. Maybe we could go back and put it on Minnesota Bound because it's such a great story. But yeah, yeah. Um, the Matanuska Glacier is is there's a company called Mica Guides that they offer this opportunity to go explore a glacier. And the one thing about uh, Mica Guides that's just so incredible is they really are, if you want to just go for a very easy glance at the glacier and kind of just stay at the foot of it, and they'll teach you about the glacier. It's considered a warm glacier because it, it is um, not an ice cap glacier, which is considered a cold glacier. The warm glacier is all based off of um, snowfall and snowpack, so it's always melting, and, and the water is running um, continuously underneath it. You can hear it. It sounds like a roaring river underneath you, and it cracks, and it grumbles, and it's always moving. And um, they will take you on whatever level of um, experience you have, but also your level of comfort. So the best part about that is we were rappelling down some um, treacherous terrain. There are crevasses that are 100 feet deep or more all over the place. So you have to be very careful. However, the guides are so good. They're so experienced, and um, they're always going to make sure you're not going to get in your put yourself in a situation of danger. However, they will push your comfort zone if you want it to be pushed. So um, there were a couple times I did. I had a little slip. I didn't injure myself, but my um, the pick on on my toe, the crampon as they call it, um, did not quite go into the ice wall as I was going down. So I did slam my. I caught it with my knuckles, which kind of hurt. But you know what? It um, was a great experience. The glacier is um, so beautiful to just your naked eye, how blue it is in certain areas. 
And um, the water, you drink the water right off the glacier. So um, as you can imagine, that water is probably 400 years old, and it's um, great-tasting water. So you just it's such a unique experience because there's so many um, unique things about the glacier that you would never know unless you go talk to you know someone that's such an expert about how the glacier moves and and you know what it's like to to be out there. You're a very blessed young lady. I tell you, what, we only have about a minute left because we're having so much fun talking about your travels. Uh, are you excited about the game fair coming up? Yes, game fair is coming up. Um, it'll be the 40th year of game fair. I can't believe it. I, I basically grew up at game fair. Um, my dad was always the MC and the host of game fair and right. would drop my sister and I off and we just run around there like wild kids all day long. But now, uh, officially working at game fair, uh, we'll be MCing and kind of announcing all the seminars all day. You can find my dad and I at the information center. And um, Game Fair is really unique because they um, have, it's basically based off of a European festival of how they used to celebrate hunting in the outdoors. And that um, type of celebration has been brought here to the U.S. So you can bring your dog along, any dog. It doesn't need to be a hunting dog. That's on cool. On a leash, of course. Yeah. Um, and there's a shotgun trick shooter from Texas. There's all sorts of unique seminars on from elk hunting, dog training, um, bird hunting, duck and goose calling seminars, you name it. And um, it's, a, it's a great event for the whole family. And lots of uh, unique exhibitors and booths. And it's really a fun day. You can enter your dog into all sorts of doggy games from the long jump to um, blind retrieving, shed hunting, all sorts of stuff. So it really is a, a, a unique event. It's fun. It's outdoors, over 60 acres, and it's uh, two weekends long. It'd be a lot of fun. April 12th through the 21st. I mean, August 12th through the 21st. Go see Laura. Go see the old man. Uh, uh, TG Time one time called your dad a TV character. Go see the TV character as well at uh, Game Fair coming up this, uh, this, this coming week. Laura, thanks for joining us. I'm, I'm excited about I'd love to sit down and have a beer with you and Dan and uh, talk, yes. about, talk about <laughs> these trips because that excites me. I would be doing the same thing. I would not be at the bottom of the glacier asking questions. I'd be doing the same thing you did. Good for you, young lady. Keep pushing the, pushing the envelope as far as you can. Take care of yourself. Have a great time at Game Fair, and we will talk to you again. All right? Thank you so much for having me. You guys have a good night. Yeah, take care of yourself. Well, that's a lot of fun, man. Laura Shera, thanks to her for being on the show. And thanks to uh, Nick Johnson for being on the show. Thanks to my five grandkids oh, yeah. for being on the show. Hey, we'll be back next week. We already have a guest uh, all set up for next week. Excited about that as well. Lukey's not here, so in the meantime, my buddy Sam's got something to say. Get outside and make some memories.